You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hello and welcome to Orange County's longest running business talk show. I'm excited to be here today. We have a great guest. You know that your entrepreneurial journeys are so interesting and it's fun for me to talk with entrepreneurs about their journey and today's guest will be no different. Welcome to Orange County's longest running talk show with Cheryl Utah. She's the founder and CEO of Japa Health. Cheryl, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited to have you here. Let's get started. You've you've been in business with this business for a little over two years now. I'm wondering, take us back in time, Cheryl. What was your original motivation to start Joppa Health? Well, my original motivation to get into the business of helping people with their health and with their journey started before I started Joppa Health with my last business, um, which was a yoga studio and wellness center in Los Angeles that I opened in 2013. So that was really the beginning of my journey of trying to help other people solve their pain and suffering because I had a lot of pain and suffering. Mm -hmm. And it was a hard, long journey of how to figure out how to break free from that and how to heal and move past chronic conditions and chronic disease. And I learned so many things that you know, it's not common knowledge. It's not mainstream. It's it's hard to find. It's, it's hard to discover these things. So I became really passionate when I started to transform and when I started to heal. So then I opened that last business and people talked to me about their pain and their journey and why they came in. You know, why are they seeking help and healing and from what? And the conditions and the issues were across the board. So people with weight loss or chronic pain or anxiety, or they got in a car accident, they were trying to heal from some injury. But the questions that they asked me were always the same as where do I start? Where do I start? What do I do? What's right for me? So when I exited that business, I knew I wanted to use technology to solve that problem and help meet people where they are on their unique journey and help them illuminate what it is that's holding them back. And that's what Joppa Health does. And we're going to talk more about Joppa Health in a couple of minutes. Uh, I want to just kind of, if I could, follow up what you just said with a couple of questions yeah. that came, came to mind as I heard you speaking. There's so, so much there. Yeah, yeah. There's right? So much there. right. Right. Yeah. I, I love to have entrepreneurs on the show who scaled a business from a personal need. Mm. That is that's that that is so powerful to me because there's this desire to share the knowledge and it's clearly i heard that in your example before you went on your journey of discovery that ultimately led to your first business now your second business were you interested in this subject matter were you a student of health anyway or Mm. was there an event that caused you to have to become more no originally no not at all i mean i spent the first decade of my career in real estate development and private equity and management consulting. So I was doing completely different things. There was absolutely no focus on health and wellness whatsoever. But when I got sick and when I got burnt out and when I went through a divorce and I had personal challenges and traumas that were just crushing for me and all of these things were happening at once, um, that was really the catalyst for my personal journey because I was very young. I was in my mid late twenties and I realized that You know, I didn't want to live the rest of my life like this. I didn't want to be dependent on medication. I didn't want to feel 
things like, you know, shame or guilt or anxiety. Like I, I had a lot of things to unpack and deal with hmm. that I recognized were directly correlated to my physical health. Which is back to Japa, that that's that's what really Japa is all about. It's that intersection of science and spirituality. The, mm -hmm. These parts of ourselves that are so important that we heal and that we learn how to transmute and process that affects our physical health. So that was my experience, was my journey is when I got diagnosed with a chronic condition, you know, I spent the first couple of years following doctor's orders, taking medication. It didn't work. It, it didn't help. It didn't heal me. It didn't get me to right. that vibrant, healthy, thriving state of being that I, I was so, so interested in achieving in my life. Like I, I, I didn't want to be sick. I didn't want to be limited. I knew I had a higher potential essentially. And I wanted, I wanted to tap that. I really wanted to tap into my potential. That's very empowering to hear you say that. It's, it's, <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes it takes that challenge to get that realization that gives the focus to. to yeah, it does. It's so much so that, like, when someone tells me that they're experiencing a crisis, I have a both immense compassion. Sure. But also, it's like congratulations. You're being invited to rise, right? You're being invited to like really look at yourself so that you can transform. Yeah. So that was my experience and all the things that I learned and it was rough journey and challenging, but also very beautiful. And so that was really the uh, foundation, right? And the why right. behind, behind Joppa Health. Yeah. So no, I was not interested in it before. Okay. But the universe like showed me this is what, this is what you've got to do. This is, this is your calling. If you're open to it, it's available. Mm -hmm. If you're not, you'll walk right by it. I'm just curious, Cheryl, why, how did you come to yoga first? Why was that the first business that you started on this journey? It was what was so potent for me in my, in my journey. It was, mm -hmm. I mean, I tried a lot of different things, um, but I think to this day, even though more and more people are aware of what yoga really is, the truth of what yoga really is to this day, a lot of people have a misunderstanding of it and they, they think of it incorrectly as just exercise. It's just a certain type of exercise, just like, you know, Pilates or, or high intensity interval training, or it's just a different form of exercise to a lot of people, but it's really a very deeply spiritual practice. It's a moving meditation. And there's so many different layers to the practice that include things like breath work and progressive relaxation. And it was for me exactly what I needed. It was just so therapeutic that that's where I wanted to start to help people. And remember, that was also almost 10 years ago, and I've learned so many things, and I continue to learn since then. But that was what I was most passionate about because it was so helpful for me. So I heard this. You tell me if, it, if I'm right. Were you practicing yoga before mm -hmm. you decided to become, uh, to, per yeah. to open a yoga studio? Yeah, wow. I was. I was. I'll tell you. I'll try to make it really short. I'll tell you the story. So I was feeling like I was seeking something. And there used to be this little newspaper that was delivered on my driveway like once a week, this like neighborhood newspaper that I would pick it up and throw it in the trash, pick it up and throw it in the trash. <laughs> one day, one day, Rick, when I came home, I picked it up and I thought, huh, I wonder what's in this thing. And I opened it up and I sat down at the kitchen table and there was like ads for carpenters and, you know, things for your house, local stuff. 
but there was a small little ad in the right hand corner of one of the pages in the middle of this little magazine that said 10 days for $10 for this little yoga studio in my neighborhood at the time. And I thought, Hmm, I'm going to try that. Mm -hmm. And it was the beginning of the rest of my life. Wow. Well, yeah. I got, I got, chills. I got chills on that one. I love that. that yeah. That, that, that's when you're open to it. It, it reveals itself. It you really, listen to yeah. that voice in your head and you didn't yeah. say, Oh no, I don't have time or what's the purpose. Right. And I just showed up. I'd never been before. I knew nothing about it. I just, was I it intimidating? It. Did you feel, um, were you nervous at all? Or were for, you... for me, it wasn't, I'm okay. not a particularly shy person. And I, <laughs> you know, I grew up like moving around a lot. So I adapt really easily. I guess, okay. I guess, you know, I, I, a lot of people are, and I did experience that at my business. People would come in, you know, like, I've never, I've never done this before. And we, of right. course, we take good care of them and comfort them. But I, I personally wasn't nervous. I was more curious. Great. And I remember immediately feeling like, why didn't anybody tell me about this? This is awesome. This is not what I thought it was. This is really, really awesome. And I was immediately in love with it and kept, kept going and kept practicing and learning more, not just about the physical work, but also the spiritual work. Yoga has been around for many, many thousands of years. There's a lot of rich philosophy behind it. And I really fell in love with the philosophy. Hmm. That was really powerful for me, the eight limbs of yoga. Um, and so that was so medicinal that I opened a yoga studio. I became a teacher. And right after I graduated from my teacher training, I, I opened a yoga studio. Wow. And you exited that business successfully. Can you tell us a little bit about um, what went into the process of you deciding that that was that that chapter was closing and there was other there was another chapter That's, for you? Yeah, thank you for asking that. Um, there's a few different layers there. One of them is purely business and economics, which was that. That's my background, right? Business economics. You're right. And I knew I knew we were cyclically at the end of an expansive cycle. And I didn't want to get caught on the contraction side of the cycle. And mm. um, I had already been through some disruption. Business is hard, as you know. Um, so there had been some disruption and I had to turn the business around. And it was, you know, like any business, even though it was beautiful and we were successful, it was hard. And um, we had to take out some financing at one point. And I decided that I wanted to exit at the high. So cyclically, that was a big part of the decision. But what, when I knew it was right for me personally and in my personal journey was when I felt like it was holding me back from my wow. own potential. Wow. Because I felt like as successful as we were, I acquired close to 40,000 customers in the five and a half years that I own that business, which is a lot. Um, and so we, we, we really served wow. a lot of people. Well, we, we helped a lot of people to this day. I get emails from students telling me about, you know, how, how powerful their experience was there. Um, even people on my team now were, were hmm. members and students and faculty at my last business. So it was very impactful, but I felt like I wanted to reach more people. I wanted to reach more people and I knew in order to do that, I needed to let that business go and, and develop a digital solution that could be accessible to people all over the world. So if there's a teachable moment so far with Cheryl, for me, it is the power of being in touch with your inner voice and mm -hmm. listening to yeah. whatever you think of it as intuition, instinct, messaging, wherever you, whatever frame you're comfortable thinking of it, we all have the ability to raise our awareness to what yes. is going on beyond our conscious thought. And 
you're very much connected with it from what I can tell from this conversation. So that, far, that's so. been my practice. That's been what I needed to do in order to heal was actually get in touch with that part of myself. That's like mm -hmm. my, my deepest truth and start to remove things that didn't serve me. And then, you know, gravitate towards things that did. That's part of what we teach at Jatha Health is how to find that within yourself. But yeah, it was, it was the hardest decision I think I ever had to make was letting that business go. It was really, cause I loved it. I still love it. I love all the people. I love the work that we did. It was a hard decision, but I knew I had to do it. Right. And that is a life lesson as well. Sometimes <laughs> to go to the next level, we have to. So thank you for being an yeah. instructor as well as, just, <laughs> as a, as a guest here on the show. Um, You're welcome. You, uh, I knew we were going to have a great time. This entrepreneurial journey was robust and exciting. Letting go is really hard, man. It's oh, really hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how long after you sold your yoga studio did you mm -hmm. launch Jaffa Health? Uh, I took about the first year to figure out what I was going to do and how I was going to do it. Because even though I knew I wanted to solve that problem that I told you about, and I right. knew I wanted to use technology, it wasn't clear to me like what the product was going to be. So I took about a year to study digital health, to study all of the different businesses, the different niches within digital health, the different types of technology from AR to VR, machine learning. And I really just became an expert. And then it became clear to me how I was going to fit in. And then, uh, yeah, about a year later, about a year later, I started, yeah. I started getting started. Because exactly, you're on a journey. I started getting started, yeah. I, I see we have a comment from Priscilla. She says, Cheryl, such a huge fan of this woman is what she said. And there you go. Oh, Thank you very much. All right. Well, that was very Hi. nice of you. Yes, that's wonderful to, when the audience engages with their emotions and comments. We love it here on Critical see Mass. you here. Priscilla, so, Priscilla was a student at Red Diamond, and I've known Priscilla see. for a long time. Thank you for being here. She's also a very, very powerful entrepreneur, too. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, maybe she'll be a guest on a future episode of our radio show here. We'd love maybe. to have Priscilla on the program. Yeah. There you go. Maybe. We're always looking for yeah. entrepreneurs from Southern another California. Another inspiring woman, yes. All right. So now tell us more about Joppa Health. What problems do you solve? How are you using technology? Where are you today in the company's evolution? Okay, so uh, where we are today in the evolution is we are about to launch our very first product next month with our strategic investor, which we closed a seed round with earlier this year in the first quarter. So we closed a seven-figure financing, which was a huge accomplishment for us, and that, that was exciting. And we've spent the last six months as a team getting the product ready. Um, and so what the product is is because I know you're going to ask me this question, so I'm going to get ahead of you a little bit. Um, it's a little different than what I thought I was going to be building. Okay. Right. Um, so uh, it's a business to business solution. And so we power other apps. We power other platforms. So my original vision was a direct to consumer product. But as you know, things unfold in in ways that you couldn't predict. And as we met our strategic lead investor, they told us that they needed what we were building. So it turns out that there's a big demand in um, the business space for infrastructure around health data. And you can, you can say, well, there's a lot of health data out there. And there is, but what makes us unique is that we ask really specific questions about what is the root cause of somebody's condition, not where they are after they get diagnosed or after they have a symptom or a problem. 
Hmm. Um, or just simple biometrics, like, you know, cholesterol levels or something like that. So we have a health assessment that gives people a vitality score. And that vitality score is broken down into 10 different categories of health. You get a score for each one of the 10 categories as, as well as the overall score, and then suggestions on how to raise your score. And that's our very first product. And that is something that we are going to be offering to other businesses to help them more personalize their offering and engage with their customers, understand their customers, and make their customer experience more, more enjoyable and more valuable. So when your now lead investor first suggested that for them to partner with you, they wanted to take your product and put it inside of their solution. What they, was asked, your... they, they asked us to white label it. Yeah. yeah. What was yeah. your first reaction? I mean, what, do you remember? Excited. How you... excited. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was excited. I mean, it was very unclear what that was going to look like. Right. Especially because we hadn't built it yet. <laughs> so <laughs> right. it was very unclear, but I was really excited because I felt like, well, this is a $3 billion publicly traded company. Mm. They sell 10 million consumer electronics, smart consumer electronics a year. Um, and if they want what, what I'm building, then probably other people do too. And it turns out that that's been the case. What, what a sense of validation, right? To exactly. Have exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so you know, a B2B model, a B2B model, a business to business model, um, is a big game changer because awesome. customer acquisition is so hard in a direct to consumer model. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. it's nice to be able to partner with someone who already has those relationships or the marketing right. engine to create those relationships. And you're you're being pulled along with them and, and actually empowering their ability to get that. And That's they, they also have a lot of data, too, that they're not exactly oh. sure what to do with because they make smart appliances. So it's a beautiful partnership. Look at you. How far yeah. you look at you. Yeah, it, it's so uh, it's a testament to the ability of an entrepreneur when you do your homework and you get grounded in the facts of your business before you launch to be able to accelerate the company's growth. I really commend you for taking the time, Thank not you. just once, but each time to really Thank make you. sure you, that is so, such a You're balance right. between in, inspiration and also kind of doing the work to make sure you're ready for the moment. Yeah. It's a, it's a hard line to, to find, right? Like, do I have enough information? Am I ready? Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. So this is great. Where do you go as an entrepreneur to gain insight and experiences that are helping you to stay ahead of whatever your competition might be, but probably more importantly, in your case, to actually grow your business successfully? So because I've been in business now for a long time, <laughs> long enough, long enough to have learned a few things the hard way. Sure. One of the things that I've learned on my journey is the, the power of relationships. So I have kept and maintained good relationships with um, colleagues over the years that I have a lot of respect for. And then when I, so they've been helpful and they continue to be helpful to me. Um, but then when I started Joppa Health, I was very intentional about building an advisory board that was just uh, the type of people that are not only experts in their particular subject matter when it comes to business, but I can completely be myself around them and I can trust them to tell me the truth. I can trust them to tell me if I'm not seeing something. I mean, I can literally say, what am I not seeing? And, and take and honor their advice. So I've 
intentionally surrounded myself with really awesome, smart people that, you know, they'll tell it to me straight. And that's important. You need that. You don't want to surround yourself with people that are just going to say yes to you. That's a recipe for failure, for sure. Yes. And I commend you on that because a lot of times uh, people want to go fast, so they figure they need to go by themselves. But if they really mm -hmm. want to go far, having a team helping them make the quality decisions is, is so critical. So mm -hmm. before I ask you about the future, let mm -hmm. me, because I didn't ask you, the next, how, how did you come up with Joppa Health? What What's in the name? Oh, the name? You? So the Joppa is a type of practice. Joppa okay. is the repetition of a mantra. It's a Sanskrit word that means the repetition of a divine practice. Right. And to me, that's what life is. That's what we're doing is we're, we're practicing every day, just being our best. So it just seemed appropriate. Thank you. So let's talk about the future where you're going to be back on the program. What's going to be different in the future? Where are you taking Joppa Health? What's your vision? Okay. So my vision is massive. Good. It's really massive. And um, it looks something like the Amazon of health, a, mar a full marketplace, a direct to consumer app um, integrated with payers and providers and a billion people using it. One billion. It looks something like that. Yeah. What's the significance of 1 billion? I mean, perhaps there isn't any, except for it okay. just feels, it just feels like a radical goal that <laughs> we can get there, then yeah. we can do anything. Right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a big believer in no small thinking. I commend you yeah. for that because that's how you manifest it, in my opinion, by saying yeah. it, by letting people know and letting others help you get there. So. Cheryl, you have not disappointed in this interview in any way. You are unbelievably you. awesome. And I have Thank so you. enjoyed our time together. Thank you for sharing a little bit of your light with my audience and with me today here on the program. Thank you for having me. It's been a real honor. I look forward to coming back again in the future. Can't wait. Don't wait till you hit a billion. Get a, let's get a couple of okay. milestones on the way. One million. Okay. We'll come okay. back when we hit the first million. Is the deal? Done. You heard it here yeah. first, Haley, make a note of that. And let's stay in touch with Cheryl, because that may not be too long into the future based on your partnerships. That's right. I'd like, I'd like to thank our audience. You've been a part of Orange County's longest running business talk show. Cheryl's episode is episode number 1380 in our catalog. And if you're an Orange County entrepreneur or you're listening to this show, Patricia, Priscilla, and you're an entrepreneur, you'd like to be on the show to talk about your story. I welcome you to reach out to me. You can find me on LinkedIn. I'm Rick, R-I-C, Franzi. Or visit my website, same thing, rickfranzi.com. Would love to speak with you. And until the next time we all have a chance to be together, I truly hope that all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. Mm -hmm.